0: In Jesus'
1: name, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, great one, we gather at your feet tonight. to us as you will minister to a generation facing severe crisis. Send from among us. Send to our nation. Send to our land, wise men. Prophets. The voice of God on their tongue that would take us beyond the veil to fellowship with reality. Help us. Wash us with your blood that our infirmities might pass away, that our reproaches may not stand against us before you, we bow before you, when we look upon ourselves we see feebleness, weakness, ephemity, and we seek the help of your spirit, that you may help us yield to God, Offer unto him the sacrifice of ourselves to serve his will. Do not allow anyone in our number today escape that surgery that you wrought upon the hearts of men. We forbid the manifestation of everything that is contrary every spirit that is not from you, and we bind such, bring them under subjection, ride among us with glory and splendor, let the weak, least, the basis among us become as strong as David. cause us to mount up with wings like eagles that we might gain ascendance in the spirit find the eternal heritage that you have locked into our land and in our borders that which the enemy so fights to destroy cause us to lay hand upon it in the name of Jesus Christ Lord the men that you showed me that are are waiting. Release them now. In this meeting, release them into destiny. Release them into destiny. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. And now we ask that heaven be rent. that your glory descend upon us. Thank you, Father Thank you, Father We shall not die We will live to testify The works and the goodness of God in the land of the living The circumstances will not prevail against us The situation will not furnish us the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth therein and find safety. So, Lord, let it be written today. The writing of a script that is in our favor. Judgment that is in the favor of them that are righteous. Not by power, Lord. Not by might. But by your great spirit that walketh within us from among us strong wise men for saviors indeed shall come from Zion thank you Father now rejoice in him and give him glory make proclamation of his excellent glory and majesty the God that cannot lie the God that cannot die we are your people and the sheep of your pasture. We are your people. We are your people. Though the enemy rage, though the storms rise, in this are we confident that God is not a man that he should lie neither is he the son of man that he should repent Arise, arise O God and let your enemies be scattered. Let your voice rise from among us saying Hosanna, Hosanna Hosanna, Hosanna Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord Give him glory and praise. Magnify. Magnify his name.
0: Magnify his
1: Us with his support. Put our feet in butter and let the weak say, I am strong. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. You are welcome. You are welcome in the name of Jesus. Uh, there's a critical scripture that our brother um, looked upon, stirred up so many things. Uh, I think it is God 's will for me to, to alight upon it. Second Corinthians chapter five. Yes, there's this something that is at work. In that scripture that we need to see as we go back to our bible study hallelujah we are in may now in july we are going to celebrate you see when i said celebration carnal people thought is to kill a cow and those days feasts were spiritual there were times where portals were open and several things were accessible in God. Those dates were marked and sanctified. So we are going to celebrate a feast. A feast of the return to the Word of God. Yes, that's what we'll do in July. It's a feast of the return to the Word of God. There is. A singular revelation that is tied to every book of the Bible there is something that God wanted to communicate before the book of Genesis was crystallized you might find so many writings but we need to go beyond the writings and find out what God is communicating and so we'll have to do that from Genesis to the book of Revelation In a conference like this, as we celebrate the word of God, it's part of our culture. The least among us must be wise in God's word of salvation. The Bible says, from the days of thy youth, thou hast learnt the holy scriptures which is able to make thee wise unto salvation. There is a dimension of wisdom that can come only by acquaintance to the word of God. And so we are going to celebrate a feast As we look upon the counsel of God And try to tap into the message That God is communicating In every singular book of the Bible When we see the nature of that feast Then we can establish a pillar upon it And decide that every time We pass through the month of July If we see that God blesses that feast We will hallow it And make it part of our culture but we need to celebrate our return to the Word of God because a civilization is evolving that doesn't have the touch of God's word in it we need to fight to restore our heritage if you are with me say amen Amen. even though we live for a hundred years those days are not many but we need to be part of an everlasting covenant that which resounds throughout all of eternity. Uh, it is that which we, we do with regards to the will of God that really strikes a chord and matters. Not everything is important, we have come to realize. In Second Corinthians chapter 5, it's a critical scripture that was raised during the time of the church. I, I, I don't think there's a need for any other sermonizing. But we'll reflect on the things that we have, our brother has raised. And maybe for the purpose of the people that will be fellowshipping with us uh, through television, we'll just try to give it a title so that they can relate with it cognitively. But the truth is this uh, the, our messages do not bear these titles in the heavens it's it's actually a perpetual continuum a flow of god that we collide with and it's 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 uh, it's actually um wrong to think that we can place a label on god but uh, just bear with us we have the limitation of words and time flesh and blood as participants of our activity here and now but the time we come when time will count for nothing And blood and bone will not be part of our elements that day we shall see him and be like him hallelujah there's something raging in the spirit realm and I pray that that God will cause our hearts to to touch those realities in Jesus name I welcome everybody traveled in from far and near Um, the brethren that say they are coming from Calabar, have you? Did you? Have you reached safely? Where? Oh, you are welcome. Please make them welcome. Make them welcome. My friend, Brother Gabe. It's a long time. Now we were in Second Corinthians chapter five. Uh, theologically, it's not. Right for me to pick verse 15 because verse 15 is not a stem, but we'll do that on a more liberal note just because of the thing we want to pick out. And that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them. And rose again. There is a principle at work in this scripture that makes us abnormal Christians if we do not subscribe to its recommendation. And the name of that principle is called substitution. Please help me tell your neighbour substitution. Substitution. Now we are going to use as much time as we can afford because there is a scarcity of the word of God not just in our nation. In the nations of the earth, there is a scarcity. There is is a meticulous plan of the enemy that has been facilitated across the years that has now found full punch and power. It's a treachery to see to it that the integrity of the word of God is compromised and uh, we members of the pulpit have been culprits in this matter hallelujah Amen. we need to go back to the word of god and, and really know what christianity walking with jesus what is it all about the principle that is at work here that places a disclaimer on anyone that does not subscribe because it's possible for you to be born again and you are not living within the context of his requirements. You are an abnormal Christian. You are a Christian, but nonetheless, but abnormal. And in the generation where there are abnormal Christians, that's why Jesus had to come in the book of Revelation to draw a line and also to identify the overcomers. The overcomers are the guys that decide to be consistent with the pathway in a time where it is not popular to subscribe to the pathway are you with me because you cannot degrade the quality of the christian faith it is powered by the life of god are you still here it's powered by what by the life of god so they consequence of being a Christian are crystal clear. The manifestation that should accompany one that is under the influence of the life of God are defined with distinct terms and the indicators are not in doubt. So the great one had to come in the book of Revelation to draw a line. And at that point in time, it was customary to be abnormal but there were few people that decided to subscribe to the golden requirements as revealed in the word of God. Such ones were labeled the overcomers. Now, these are the days of the overcomers. Just in case you have read in your Bible that saviors will come out of Zion. Uh, Those saviors are the overcomers. People that decide not to bow down to the image of the world system, but to stand erect when it is customary to be bent over. God will give us grace in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now the principle at work here is the principle of substitution. It is the principle of substitution that has implicated every Christian, and it's the basis of the principle of substitution that the Christian is accurate or abnormal or counterfeit, as it were. Hallelujah. Let's say the members of the police invade this place and they are looking for me to for a firing squad. And suddenly Chief Don now hides me somewhere and Joshua now comes up and says, I am him. And they do not care to check. Then they take Joshua for the firing squad. It means Joshua has taken my judgment. I'm compelled by reason of that commitment. To ensure that the things that he was supposed to do, which he can no longer do because he took my place, I must ensure that those things still keep running. Are you still with me? That is substitution. A man that has not embraced the demand of substitution, the Bible calls him an unreasonable Christian. It's not me that called him, so it's the Bible. According to the book of Romans, chapter 12. I beseech you, therefore, by the message of God, Paul says, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, for this is your reasonable act of service. It means that if you have not come to that point, you are an unreasonable Christian. And an unreasonable Christian cannot be an accurate Christian. It is your denial of the demands of substitution that makes you unreasonable. So if Joshua gave his life to ensure that I am secure, when I recover myself, I have to trace and find Joshua's wife and Joshua's daughter. And ensure that they don't suffer throughout my, my lifetime. That is the spirit of covenant. Alright? Any vision he had for those people, I now become responsible to ensure that that vision comes to pass. As long as I still have breath. I'm bound and under oath. There was no contract. We didn't agree before he decided to take my place in judgment. But that he took it and his actions liberated me, he has put me in a very delicate position where my options concerning commitment to what he left behind are no longer many. I am bound by covenant because what he did affected me. Now, So the principle of substitution is at work. And because the principle of substitution is at work, that way Jesus would have been doing if we were fiscally present here, because he died in our place, we are by that debt, sentenced to a life, lived to serve his own purposes and his own will. Now, I need to, I'm still talking it in the realm of doctrine. So, we are trying to say, yeah, I understand that. You see, Jesus was a custodian of a different kind of life. You see, and this kind of life that Jesus was a custodian of is not human life, it's divine life. Now, if I ask you a few questions about human life, which you have lived for 40 years, for 35 years, for 36 years, for 28 years it is not all about human life that you even know at 34 at 40 but scripture has helped us to understand human life because according to the scriptures human life has its roots in his soul in the in the soul of man are you with me divine life is in the spirit of God becomes your possession if you have accepted The work of Jesus. Are you with me? Now, human life is self-centered and self-seeking. Divine life is God-centered and God-seeking. It is by divine life that we can access the realm of God, know what God wants intuitively. It's built into the life form, the life life chain. Just like human life makes you know when you are hungry without an instructor. When a child is born nobody instructs that child to identify hunger uh, the life has systems built into it that can identify when there is a need for an impute are you with me but you see the problem with that life as good as that life is the problem with that life is that it is self-centered in nature because it's locked into your soul So, it is from your soul that that life has its bearing. Are you with me? It is from your soul that that life has its bearing. And it happens to be that by design, your soul was not supposed to be in partnership with your body. It is because the soul of the animal is in partnership with his body. When his body dies, the soul dies. But for you, your soul was designed to be in partnership with your spirit. And you come to realize that when our natural life expires, your soul will still be existing, living on the life that your spirit has. Are you still with me? So in that realm, you can still identify because your soul is still active. There is a call. The investment of the life of God is in your spirit. And God is expecting you to... Detach from the earthly and align with the heavenly. Now that detachment and alignment, as the case may be, it's a very serious aspect of Christianity. I think we are going to have to go through some scriptures. Very serious aspect of Christianity. It requires you letting go what you would have wanted as a man to accept what God would have wanted for you as a man. Are you with me? Every day we are faced with so many choices. Every day. And the purpose of the choices that we face is actually designed to reveal what will we choose will you choose what men will choose or will you choose what God will choose suddenly there's an opportunity for you to make money and that opportunity is hanging on a principle that is contrary to the kingdom of God men will choose money Irrespective of the principle that is hanging upon Particularly if that money is going to enhance their life That's the nature of man It is self-centered But God will require that you let go of that money Because the principle upon which it is coming Is contrary to his kingdom If you accept that money You will not be a good ambassador of his kingdom You are scoring low points As far as representing God is concerned That's the battle. Choices. And in order for you to make the choice that God is recommending, you have to go beyond your own personal desire. Now, the art of going beyond your personal desire in keeping with the demands of God, that art is what we call death it is going beyond your own will to accept God's will. The extent of your living as a human, living as a carnal entity is a degree to which you choose your own way as against God's way when choices come. That is what determines whether you are still living in the flesh or you are living in the spirit. If you don't understand that, there's no way you can understand how the walk of holiness is mastered. Now come with me to the book of John as I round up on that subject. And then we can now talk about holiness. Because what he was opening in his little teaching is opening the pathway to to holiness. Now are you in the book of John? Think uh, John chapter 12. John chapter 12, verse 20, the Bible says, And there were certain Greeks among them that came up to worship at the feast. The same came therefore to Philip, which was of Bethsaida of Galilee, and desired him, saying, Sir, we will see Jesus. Philip cometh and telleth Andrew, and again Andrew and Philip tell Jesus. And Jesus answered them, saying, The hour is come, that the Son of Man should be glorified. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. He that loveth his life shall lose it. And he that hated his life in this world shall keep it unto life. Eternal. Now, suddenly, the ministry of Jesus had gained reputation. This is what we will call in our time international ministry. Hallelujah. We we'll call it what? International. The fact that somebody goes to preach or he plants a church in. in in Glasgow doesn't mean he has an international ministry the fact that he plants a church in South Africa doesn't mean mean he he has an international ministry the church he planted in Obomosho is full of Yoruba people the one he planted in Glasgow is full of Yoruba people that's not an international ministry That's a ministry to Yoruba people. So he looks for them in the UK, in the US, in Kenya. He ministers to Yoruba people. That's not an international ministry. Now the Bible says a time came in the ministry of Jesus. Oh, are you still with me? The fact that you had coins to travel land and sea doesn't mean you have an international ministry. That's what I'm just trying to say. Now Jesus, in this scripture, Jesus... The international dimension (laughs) of his ministry just opened. And suddenly people from a different culture, a different tribe, a different environment, a different locality altogether now began to hear the teachings of Jesus, testimonies about Jesus. And they found that his testimonies and teachings were relevant to their culture, to their environment, and to their locality. So they sent ambassadors to go seek Jesus are you with me yes. now you know mm, the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus Christ yes. you know what we preach mostly in Nigeria is prosperity God will give you a car God will, you this, God will give you this now by the time you go to the US no don't go too far to nations where the economy is is stable and you start saying God will give you this you don't have a message to them. You are not an international minister. You just have money to travel. You are a tourist. <laughs> Alright? I'm talking about an international ministry. When you... In fact, from what we even see in this scripture, is those nations that came to Jesus, not Jesus going to the nations. It was not about him having transport money. The nations felt... <laughs> with the dimension that this man is carrying he can help construct our destiny as a nation so please they sought to see so they sent ambassadors to come seek jesus out now his disciples actually did could not handle the caliber of men that's why you will see that there was something like a protocol there was this traffic between andrew and philip they didn't know how to the protocol that was required to receive the people that came I don't want to go into that I don't want to let me leave that aspect all right eventually they got to Jesus and when they got to Jesus you'll be expecting Jesus to operate the way we were operate see we are enlarging I was expecting a long speech from Jesus the ministry is gaining predominance and somehow the prophetic voice is reaching out and nations of the world have come to acknowledge its potency and power Jesus <laughs> Now he didn't say any of that and then he began to make a statement that I was wondering where he was going with that statement because he said that now nah, the time has come now let us speak his very words i don't want to paraphrase them the hour is come that the son of man should be glorified in fact he felt that that was an indication of the fact that it was time for him to die that was an indication that the expression and the manifestation of the divinity that i carry has come to the point that the gentiles have noticed it that was a sign to him that the time for his death had come. Then he speaks in parables thereafter. Except a corn of wheat fall to the ground and die, it abides what? Alone. That is to say that if death doesn't find its place in your life, the symptom of your life is what we call the abiding alone syndrome. Somebody tell your neighbor they are abiding alone syndrome. Now we are going to analyze that spiritual ailment. It's it's actually a description of a, a strange type of spiritual ailment that I believe has plagued the church of our time. Except come off with force to the ground and dies. It what? It abides alone. But if it dies, It bringeth forth much fruit. He spoke in parable. Now in order for us to understand the implication of his parable, we need to find out the next statement that resulted after he gave his parable. Are you still with me? Oh my God. I said, are you here with me? Alright. If you are here, this is what he was saying in parables. Verse 25. He that loveth his life shall lose it. And he that hated his life in this world shall keep it unto life eternal. That was what he was saying in parables. I need to bring us to a point where we can see that scripture, that utterance in that parable. Then if we can see that utterance explained by that parable, then we'll be able to understand what it means to abide alone. Because for most of us, the description of our Christian life is the abiding alone syndrome. And the reason why this syndrome has prevailed is because we have not yet subscribed to the principle of fellowshipping with death so that we can embrace and release the life of God. We have not yet yielded to the demands of substitution. And so we are abnormal, abiding alone. It is It is not possible for one that is accurate with God not to have the fruits of God. And just in case you do not have the fruits of God, the description of your Christian life is under the caucus of the abiding alone syndrome. Are you still with me now? All right. Now, Jesus says, now that. the Gentiles have come to seek me. There is only one way the Gentiles can see me. The Gentiles cannot touch my reality except some things happen. It's actually an indication of the fact that I need, it's time for me to be glorified. Then he says, except a corn of wheat fall to the ground and die, it abides alone. Jesus was saying that The time has come for me to reap disciples unto myself. But I am the seed that will have to be sown. And when this seed is sown, many other people of my kind will germinate. That's what the principle of death, burial, and the resurrection of Christ is all about. Now, he has not left the context to. It's time for me to multiply my kind. Just like we have humankind, then we are going to have men after the God kind. And I'm just alone. Then the principle of death is going to be the principle through which the multiplication will take place. And the Bible reveals that Jesus Christ, the author and the finisher of our faith. So the way he authored our faith has, is, is a limitation to us. It means that that is the way and the only way we can operate. You cannot invent another pattern out of that which had already been uttered. You can't change the goalpost in the midst of the game and still call it soccer. The name of the game will change too, to no longer be soccer. You reduce the post, put it... Are you with me? Now, so he, the way he authored it is going to affect all his followers. And the way he achieved the multiplication was that he himself had to be sown as a seed to embrace debt. And then, in that debt, there is a hope of multiplication. Did you get that now? Still teaching on the same subject. He now said, because I had to embrace debt for you people to become my kind in order for the Gentiles to identify that I live in you, you are going to be faced with a challenge. And the challenge that you are going to be faced with. Because you now say, he that loved his life. He that hated his life. If you see that literally without consulting the original language that was translated life. You might think you will be serving God by stabbing yourself and dying. That's not the kind of death that we are speaking about. We are talking about death to the life. That is powered by the soul Because it is your soul That is the anchor Upon which your human life rests And the power of that life Is what makes you self-centered Whenever they slap you And you feel like slapping back That thing that makes you want to slap back To make things even You feel better if you slap back That nature And that inclination Is tied to your human life Which is locked to your soul And Jesus is saying that in order for the Gentiles to see me, a people must arise that love me beyond their soul life. So someone slaps you and you feel like slapping back. But because you love Jesus and you want to express him, you decide to go through shame. That is death to the nudges of the human life that is locked upon your soul. So that you can express the divine life that is in your spirit. Now the divine life that is in your spirit carries the image of another personality. The human life that is in your soul carries the image of another personality. Are you with me? There's another personality that's been revealed through human life that is locked upon your soul. There is another personality that is upon in your spirit. That personality is called Christ. It's the one that is in your spirit seeking expression. But if it's ever going to be expressed, it's going to be dependent on the fact that you have decided to be constrained by the love of God, not to function by the demands of human life, beckoning upon you to relate in a certain way, but to yield to the divine life that is contrary to human life. There are many times that if you yield, if you had to shut down human life, you would cry. I remember this guy, he had so many charms, so many charms. and He could afflict wickedness. And he could inflict and afflict. Then he gave his life to Christ. Put the charms away. And then somebody came and tempted him along the lines of of wickedness. Something that was They placed a demand on his ability to be wicked. And then in order for him to be fully wicked, he needed to come to the pastor to take permission. Then the pastor now said, that is not the way of Jesus. He cried and cried and cried and cried and said, the pastor has made me a woman. But you see, The reason why he was crying was because he was saying no to his human life that was self-centered in nature so that they could embrace and manifest another life and another personality. Are you still with me? Now Jesus is saying that if the Gentiles are going to see him it will require death to require us yielding to him In us and yielding to Him in us requires that we refuse us in us. Tell your neighbor you will have to learn how to say no to yourself before you learn how to say no to others. Tell your neighbor. A Christian that has not yet learned how to say no to himself will not be able to say no to others if somebody comes with an intention of immorality you will not be able to say no if you had not yet said no to yourself you can't say no to others so you see living the life of christ will demand that you learn how to say no to yourself many more times than say no to others when you see somebody living in sin especially as it has to do with morality such a pet is just an a manifestation of the fact that the person has not yet gained mastery in saying no to himself have you ever said no to your eyes before let me give you some techniques to develop the no principle no is powerful first of all you will develop saying no to your eyes You see, when you visit the airport as much as we pray for our airport to become activated, become functional there are some kind of dressing that is airport dressing airport because (laughs) Jesus Now when you visit the airport one of the first things you will learn is to say no to your eyes No If you have not succeeded in saying no at the airport when, When you arrive where you are traveling to you will not say no so the, the training ground for foreign mission is at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Decide that your eyes will not have what they want. Sometimes you need to close it. Because you'll be, you'll be forced to queue up at the airport. You At the motor park, and you can be rowdy and, say, and take somebody's seat. Not at the airport. At the airport, you'll line up. And you will be there for long. Huh. So when you are on the line, you have to Let, do like this. <laughs> As you are doing like that, you are saying no. You must perfect. Oh, you are laughing because you are not doing it. A man that has not learned how to say no to himself cannot say no to others. Now... <laughs> I don't want to go further. Hallelujah. Amen. Have you really perfected saying no to yourself? To, for the reason of the greater glory of God, you have decided to accept a no. That thing that wants to express itself, I shut you down. That, that, that appetite of greed that wants to manifest so that I would take that money that is established on the ground that is unrighteous. I said no to that appetite. The implication of saying no is that you are going to suffer. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, when you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, as you begin to commit yourself to Him, He will lead you through some suffering. Uh, he will make you align with the will of God. And the suffering of which I speak is suffering that has to do with choosing God's choices. His voice will be so intense in your heart that you will not be able to deny that he is actually giving you a leading. And then when you now yield to that leading, you have to shut something down. You will suffer a little to do the will of God. And what is suffering is your choice for you that is suffering so that your choice for him can become robust and bogus now there are many times like that you feel like eating and then you begin to study some scriptures and then as you were studying you just felt you are supposed to leave food for three days and that that sign that came for you to leave food will not be so strong it will come very mildly but that is the way the divine lives manifest in order to colonize and to gain territory it comes in a very gentle way and then at that time your appetite has been enlarged you see if you eat too much you feed other things you feed lost you feed lost in the eyes one term eyes you feed a lot of things uh, i know you are just looking at me the reason why you are looking is because you have not gained mastery Your eyes are somewhere. You forgot it. In fact, you plucked plucked it and kept somewhere. You have to get it back. Now, you see, God now comes and demands that you will spend some time with him. And he doesn't struggle with you. That's his own way. That's his own style. The devil will tempt you and shake you and shake you and shake you. He is compelling. God is mild. It will take a conscious decision to shut down the devil to accept God. And when you have done it, he will not clap for you. He will not say, oh, you are coming up. Because that is the life you have been sentenced to on the account of substitution. If you live any other life, it is abnormal. And you are expressing another thing, another personality. You are not expressing the Christ that is in your spirit. Now, in order for Christ to be made manifest, for us to have fruit unto Christ, we are going to have to shut down the desires of the human life so that we can open up the platform for the expression of divine life. This is what the Bible means by bearing the cross daily. Are you with me? Now I want to tell us what holiness means because it's related to this subject. So we need to go to the book of Romans chapter 6. To continue our study on the path of spiritual progress is related to what i just expounded upon we need many more christians on the block people that have learned how to say no to themselves in my journey in ministry hallelujah you are not with me you see the devil has an idea of the things your flesh likes He has an idea because he has been working with men for so long, so he knows how men think. Hallelujah. And secondly, the devil has another way of knowing your appetites. Because he normally displays his products before your face. Anyone that touches you, that affected you, it means that the remote control that he has, has an affinity with your soul at that point oh my you're not with me a slender lady can be standing before you it didn't move you. you Say, okay this is not the remote control slender remote it's not for his soul <laughs> a dark lady can be standing there it, nothing happened but when the guy sees a short fair one and you'll be wondering why is he a short one You see, the truth of the matter is this. Mm. Ah. I I didn't plan to go here. I want to preach my sermon. The reason why it is a short one, you see, there is a a psychology that accompanies temptation, which I need you to understand. Temptation is not 100% of the devil, in fact, it is just 30% of Satan, it is 70% of you. Most times when we hear temptation, we say hey Satan came out. No, that's not it. Temptation takes t- certain time to orchestrate because he doesn't know your thoughts, he doesn't know what is going on inside of you. The only way he can know is to attract you from the external and he uses your senses. I don't want to deviate. But you see, hmm. all right. Use this your, your senses. The Bible says, "When a man is tempted, let him not say he is tempted of God, because a man is tempted when he is drawn in his own lust." Now, let's not let's change that word "lost," because if I say use "lost," now people will, will switch off. So lost. Well, no, uh, they will switch off. He, let's use the word "desire." He's, he's tempted in his own lust, and he's enticed. Now the lust is his, not the devil's. He's the one that has been incubating that lust like a tender child. For somebody to fall into immorality is a very big thing. You worked for it. You tended a garden. You made preparation. You almost prayed for it. It doesn't just happen like that. Because the Bible reveals that the nature of Christ in you cannot sin. So just in case you find yourself in sin, you are created by another nature. Are you with me? Because that nature in God cannot prompt you to sin. It is not capable of that dimension because that dimension is not part of God. You know, a preacher had already preached and said that a believer cannot sin. No, you you see, most of us sin more than do righteousness. Mm. It's more natural for most of us to sin Than to walk in righteousness What that scripture means Is that the nature of God inside of you Doesn't have any nudging that will push you into sin So just in case sin is factored Into your life It came to a different nature That you yielded to Are you with me? Number two ah. It is mm. The Bible speaks about Being overtaken in a fault if a man or a believer is overtaken in a fault it means that he yielded to a desire of the flesh and the devil was able to manifest one of his traits through his life but he's not bound to that fault at that point so if he confesses his sin and he keeps going on he's not bound to that fault but you see If he decides to do the same fault again, this time his will was involved. Every time your will is in part and parcel of a particular error, a demon takes possession and makes demands. Such that a time will come when that person wants to leave that error, he cannot because a spiritual dimension has been opened to that error. Are you with me now? But... If he is overtaken, that means he was trusting in his flesh that his flesh was capable of doing the will of God, and that was why he failed woefully. That failure is to teach him and give him an estimation of the flesh that the flesh is not reliable. You get that? So that he will never in his lifetime again depend on the flesh to do the will of God because he will come and have the same result. But if somebody stays in that iniquity, it means that his will is involved. He chose to do that. And if you, your will is part and parcel of your choosing that which is iniquity, you have opened a portal to the enemy and the enemy is going to fight against your soul. It will take something bigger than just confession for you to get rid of that matter. Yes, the act you will confess and get rid of, but the spirit that was invited on the account of your own willful indulgence will remain. Tell your neighbor it will remain. You can still fake yourself and come to church, and you are worshipping, but the demon, you came with the demon. And the way you opened the door to that demon was by your will. And the way you are going to cast the demon out is by your will. As the demon is tempting you, you are going to God. It is more difficult on that second level for you to find freedom. Because your will was involved. Should I tell you something today? Something that you don't like hearing. Uh, your will is a very critical matter. The way you exercise and administer it is very critical your christian life and just in case you feel that the blood of jesus christ is available so we can continue in sin your case is that sin has deceived you sin has seven characteristics as revealed in the book of romans one of them is that it is capable of deceiving any man you see tarry in a sin has become victim of the deception that is in what. The more you tarry, the more the devil has access to your life. And when some kind of demons invade your life legally by an act of your own permission, what happens is that they control some seasons in your life. And as powerful as God is, he cannot intervene and interfere because your will was party to their involvement and their arrival. It is not everybody that a healing evangelist can help. I know you don't like my, my, I'm old in the kingdom. Mm. You see, I can't deceive you. I am more than 27 years old as a Christian. I have seen all kinds of things. We went to pray for people, wept, fasted, cried. They were not healed. And the people knew why they were not healed. Well, after we labored, they'd say, ah. (laughs) <laughs> My business is woman business. <laughs> what do you mean by woman business? The person is... <laughs> okay, let me stop there. Wish. She is doing woman business, but praying to be healed. The Lord give you understanding. Amen. I have seen that. So I now ask God for the gift of word of knowledge. To know the people to pray for and the people not to pray for because we become really under compassion and we expend spiritual energy where there is a balance of legalism in the realm of the spirit that forbids what we are asking for and God is the just custodians, the just custodian of justice judgment and equity this person took his will and borrowed some devils are you the only one that has been poor There are many poor people in Makodi that are not living in sin. But if you are living in sin, it's a choice. You will never see God's redemption and salvation and God's breakthrough and favor over your life by having the mindset that it's only when you are in sin that you will have supply. If that is your condition, your wilderness journey has been extended. What have you chosen? So, temptation is not totally the devil's doing. What the devil did in temptation was that he discovered your lust, the kind of things you like. You like short, fair girl. So he made one available that had time for you. Over time, your that lust was fed, and then your will was emboldened to make a choice for the wrong as against for the good. By the time you were engaged your will to take pleasure that is not from the Spirit. Hallelujah. A set of possibilities became open and available to you in the Spirit realm. You see, some things that are not engaged. Do you know, you might have a gas cooker and because you don't turn off on the switch, there's no flow of gas. You see, you can shut down some things and demonic activity around your life will be shut out. The only demons that will visit you are the ones that came on assault and attack. It's very easy to handle demons that came to attack and demons that came just to assault. Ah! Sometimes you don't even need to pray. Sometimes you you show up and they go because of something that rages. There's a kingdom that rages from within you. And when they look upon it, they cannot stand the fervent heat that comes from them. We are trying to help people that God is not helping. Trying to heal people that God is not healing. Because the average Christian has not known how to steward his will. To accept the good and to reject the evil. That choice that Adam failed to do in the Garden of Eden, we are faced with that choice every day. And the principle of bearing the cross is placing in your heart the demands that are upon you on the account of the principle of substitution that was a golden principle not purchased salvation for you because you accepted that salvation you are now bound and under oath to perform the will of Christ and you perform it by refusing choices coming from the other realm and embracing choices coming from the realm of God if you find any Christian that is maturing he's choosing God's choices fundamentally are you still with me now, so, there are some workshop practices. Workshop practice. The first is, you must learn how to say no to your eyes. This one is practice for men. The woman's weakness is not her eyes. I, I will come to you. This one is workshop practice for men. I know people are laughing today, but uh, <laughs> I, don't worry, the, the, the airport will soon be open. There's something that moves, a spirit that moves with the airport. You you don't understand what I'm saying yet. When they open this one, then then you will understand. It. Hallelujah. Hmm. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Amen. The devil will force your force choices out of your soul. He will force it out. So at every point in time, you must know that I am living because of substitution. So my choices are not many. The only possibility open to me that is accurate is that I live to serve his way. To choose things that he is choosing so that I am an expression of his life here on earth. That is the only way those dimensions can flow into me. Are you still with me? Now, So this is a workshop. For men for a man you must conquer your eyes first learn how to say no to your eyes forget about the anointing I will show you the limitation of the anointing what the anointing does the anointing doesn't change your life it just empowers you to serve God and to release what God is offering to people that's why the healing anointing on you cannot heal you when you finish the healing service go home and take drug I have moved in the healing anointing for some years And it's the strongest when I have fever That unction is strong when me myself am sick And people get healed But when we are going home It's another ball game altogether You see, God has many ways of showing us That you are a man It is the grace of God that just covers us up Don't don't despise that grace if It is withdrawn, you will find that you are a worse man than other men. God will give you understanding. Now, you need to practice how to say no to your eyes as a man. That's the first thing. This is a practice, this is something you will learn how to do. No, you, you, will not, you say no, 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 then you look, you are failed, you come back again. Now, you oh my, <laughs> you are not. you are not not here now a lot of us are behaving pious well let me stop there when you say no, no, no then you now take one you have failed you have failed so you say no to your eyes first and then let me tell you something you cannot serve God's will with your energy so you will be asked as you are bending down your head you are saying Lord help me to say no that's what that's the way out. Because if you say, Now I am saying no, then <laughs> you are and remember the remember the rule if you have not learned how to say no to yourself, you will not know how to say no to others. So no to your eyes first. Your eyes want to see things. Alright? Then you also say no to your heart. Because the devil knows how to put something in your heart. You can pretend in the natural that such a thing is not in your heart. It can be there for six months. Yes, there is something, a loss that is looming. But you have been able to manage it so that you still look pious and sanctimonious. You are still looking kept. But your heart has has wandered. Now, when the devil or the demon that comes to destroy families when he's coming, what it does first, before it creates problem between husband and wife, he will inject with a syringe. That syringe will bring an infirmity that is in the heart. Then when that infirmity is in the heart, any small thing in the environment can yield to serious trouble but what is actually at stake is family life something happened before the quarrel and that one normally is not part of the story that is told during counseling and so the pastor is at risk he cannot judge the matter accurately because there are components in the issue that are psychological were going on in the brain in the dream world but they are not obvious to plain sight and that is where the problem comes from you will learn how to manage that heart and let me tell you something when the Bible says keep your heart with all diligence for out of it at the issues of life don't think because the Bible says keep your heart that you can actually keep it by yourself or by your power you keep your heart by offering it to God Tell him how the lost has built that you are even looking for a woman now no you see you people are not very open to god when jesus rose from the dead one of the first things he did when he appeared to his disciples was to reveal his wounds a man that has lost the basic sense and virtue of sincerity as he has backslidden far. Your level or the measure of your alignment or departure from God is based on a heart condition. For the Bible says that God does not look on the outward, he looks where? So a backsliding man can be standing on the pulpit and preaching. People that don't understand that the heart is much more relevant than utterance, than what people see on the stage. There are some times you need to say you will not preach. Just shut down, shut down and take notes. Not because you cannot say something. But there is an infirmity that is locking in your heart. So the second test for a man is the test of the heart. What have you been incubating? Women talk more than men. It means men process more. They are very dangerous if they are aligned with the devil. They can produce things. Ah, They have ability. And the grave of their heart is deep many things can be buried there but it's just and he, he's so comported they can go through the emotions. that heart what is there because it will be difficult for you to choose God's choices when your heart is not surrendered to him that's the second check for a man second check if you pass the eye test you pass the heart test and the next test the money test. we need to see your expenditure profile how many times has God been able to interrupt your financial plans because of his kingdom now it is a liver that my son has at the age of four that he will have at the age of 94 now that yeah the same liver now that you have 5000 what is your expenditure profile as regarding the kingdom has God ever interrupted your financial plans Because the way you spend money is an illustration of what your concerns are. What kind of man you are. And a man that claims to be serving God without serving him with money, is that is fallacy. It's not possible. What do you invest in? Say you are training your people. Remember you have one lifetime to live. And there is a very elaborate record of what we do in time. What is your expenditure profile? What did you say yes to when you were empowered? Because a man that is empowered is dangerous. Man that has money is dangerous. Especially when he has money without having purpose for it. You will know what you will become in the future financially by looking at yourself now. Some of you are wicked, but it's not obvious because you are not empowered. But the template, your expenditure template is actually portraying, is showing the alert for wickedness. So if you empower such a man, the wickedness will become bogus, visible. Not because he became wicked overnight, he was wicked before. Money just brought him out. Now check check it first. Check it. Let me stop there. That's it. How many three way tests for a man? For a woman, she needs to do what we call the ear check. Because a woman likes hearing news. Just like the man needs to do eye tests, the woman must do ear tests. Because the Bible reveals that adam was not deceived it was eve that was deceived adam was there he was not deceived but he did not say no to his wife that was his problem the reason why he could not say no to his wife was because he has not said no to himself we are talking about the basics of christianity so that we'll find out what is missing in the template that has made us weak representatives of a god that is all powerful all-knowing and all-present You like what do you like hearing? Check what you hear in 24 in a 24 hour day for a lady. That's who you are. All you talk about are people that have are in relationship now. I see him, he doesn't even have good eyes to see, see where he went, and they sit in that. They'll come to service and say, Holy
0: God.
1: You see, God Looks upon us and (laughs) I don't know his estimation of us actually The ear check Hallelujah Second check For a woman is what we call the love check What have you loved? Her power is in an ability To love And that's why it's easier for a woman to hear God very very that is yes you know why when God speaks he uses a commanding tone stop that's how we speak but that's not how women speak so when they hear the voice of God it's easier for them to know God speaks masculinely he speaks like a man he gives instructions and commandments but that's not the way they speak so it's easier for them to pick it. But you see, most women don't love God. And that's why their lives are complicated. Because their life revolves around what they love. Their ability to be committed is unequaled. We are not as committed as they can be committed. They have capacity for commitment. But their commitment goes in the direction of what they love. So when the woman is beginning to love the wrong thing, she's beginning to die. And I've seen many women that are victims of loving the wrong thing. And that is where the devil gets to inflict upon them a scar that time doesn't have enough stature to erase. whenever you hear the story of a young damsel that is beginning to lose beginning to feel inferior is tied to things they love that betrayed them it means that women normally like to love they love without God's input just love. God is not part of, he's not the one that is occasioning and engineering the affection, but they just love because they are full of it. Meanwhile, it is a strength and not a weakness. It's not supposed to expose, but to become a covering. When you love the right thing, and then it's easy for you to know when to stand, when to sit, when to walk away, and when to run. The love check is fundamental. So the devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Are you still with me?
2: Yes,
1: sir. The ear check. The love check. After we are finished with the love check, in that sequence, that's when the woman will have to do mouth check. The things he utters. Now, in order for you to give forth an, an utterance, it is a choice. You can decide to hold it back. But an utterance is like an egg. If it falls and it breaks on the ground, you cannot get it back. Now, these are the three checks. You will have to run an inventory on your life. Let us move on to the book of Romans chapter 6. My time is almost gone. In Romans chapter 6 I want to read from verse 12 to verse 16. The fourth point on the path of spiritual progress is called presenting ourselves to God. The first point we we treated was the knowing of revelation. Second was the reckoning of faith. Third was walking in the spirit fourth point is presenting ourselves to God. Now, if you don't get to this point, you are going to be abnormal as a Christian. Speaking in tongues, but you are not going to see the wealth of God's presence. The wealth of God's operation and activity is tied to this fourth point. Are you still with me? Presenting ourselves to God. Now, okay, let's go to Romans chapter 6, verse 12. He said, Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in its lots thereof. Neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? God forbid. It's an abomination. For a Christian to habitually, consciously, and by an act of his will, practice sinful deeds, that truncates the authority of light And makes him to become subject to darkness. That is an aberration. It's an abomination. And so Paul says, God forbid that we should continue in sin. Verse 16. Know ye not, that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey his servants, ye are to whom ye obey, rather of sin unto death of obedience, unto righteousness. Hallelujah. Now, we have an issue. We have an issue here. and it, This is the scripture that's introduced what biblical holiness is. Biblical holiness is not a religion. It's not a prescription of man. If you dress in a certain way, speak in a certain way, You laugh sparingly. You don't shake ladies. You are holy. That's too cheap. That's too cheap. There is no life connected to customs and cultures. Laws. But what we are speaking about here is a product of the expression of the divine life. And this product... Locks places demand upon your power to choose. Are you still with me? Now, what this? How many of you have ever been to a bank and you got there? You know, the bankers work with some softwares. They just click on it, bring your account number, they fix it in a particular dialogue box, and then click search. It brings out your details. All right. You know, that computer that is used in the bank has the capacity to run other programs and applications. But the only one that is switched on the time you come for your transaction is the particular banking solution software that the bank uses. Are you with me? That computer can run Microsoft Word, Microsoft Excel, Power Bible, you know, all kinds of applications and softwares. But in the bank, their systems are limited to banking solutions. What it means to be holy is to be separate. Is to be operated by one spirit. Now there is a wide spectrum of meanings to the word holiness. Holy. One of them is different. One of them is Separate. one of them is unique one of them is on its own or by itself that means it's not common it's not common, it's not of com- common use it has a particular sacred allocated use when we come into the corridors of Bible teaching seeking to explore biblical holiness it has to do with what exactly you are an instrument of you see we are leading with diverse potentials diverse capacities and abilities hallelujah even as a high preacher you can still lost and fornicate it's a possibility are you with me just like the computer has the capacity to run other softwares it has space in its memory to receive many more softwares that can operate it, that can run it. But the bankers decide that, no, we are not going to put other softwares on our system. The only software that we run here is Banking Solution. Are you following? Now you too can decide that the only software that we run here is Holy Ghost. Because there are many things seeking to attract your attention to run programs through you. Oh, you don't understand what I mean by a program. That's the most accurate earthly example I can deduce for this factor. You see, the, the thing about a program is this when you have started running it and a program is initializing, you cannot say stop and it will stop, it must cease end. For instance, you can explore gossip. It's a program. And you keep exploring it. There's a level to which you explore gossip. Are you with me? Because the implication of gossip on the radar of God is that you are guilty of murder. Oh, you want us to go? I don't want to waste time with opening Bible. You are guilty of murder. When you say to your brother, you fool. What does Jesus say? you are worthy that action is the action that people that go to fire commit but you are not that people anyway you are different from such people but he's saying that in character in mannerisms the people that burn in the fire this is their custom not the people that are from heaven so the character that you have manifested in calling in seeing it fit to call a man fool for any reason whatsoever is a manifestation of a character and the people that carry that character and operate that character naturally are such that have been doomed Somebody can be coming to church speaking in tongues and exploring fornication. It's a program. Now, the implication of that is this. If sin tarries long on a life, it diminishes, degrades, and erodes that life. Just like magic and sorcery, the lust that is explored when people practice magic, it eats the soul and darkens it such that it transforms the image of that personality. He is no longer manifesting or situated within the context of the image of God. He has developed a different image because of his yieldedness to practice witchcraft and sorcery. A different image has formed within him. His propensity for wickedness has degrees beyond that which mortal, normal, Man is capable of because of the indulgences. He has opened up a program, and that is irrespective of whether he's a Christian or not, and that's why this scripture says the golden rule of all men that will traffic through the spirit corridors. He said, Whatsoever you yield yourself as a servant to obey, the servant of such you become. It means that if we decide now that we begin to yield ourselves to the Holy Ghost to obey Him, it will come to a point where even if you want to disobey Him, you can no longer disobey Him. Why? Because you have become a servant by constitution. That is the realm that the devil will not want any one of us to get to. It will become more natural for you to do the will of God and to function with the Holy Ghost than any other thing. Because you have zeroed in on the Holy Ghost, you have become his instrument. If he wants to move within the territory, it is you he will come to, and he will enlarge himself within you because he knows that he has room with you, by an act of your will, you have chosen him above every other. Should I tell you something? You have a choice. Tell your neighbor you have a choice, you have a choice to be that lady that will be the babe of the town, speaking in tongues, but on the highway my but she's on the highway but the point is this you have yielded your powers your potentials as an instrument to rot right on righteousness it is not for free there are portals and possibilities that you have opened around the corridor of your life and demons have access to exploit and to explore because your will was involved but the demand of holiness is a demand to be separate it is not a consciousness that evil doesn't exist. It's not a religion that is bound by laws. And you are dressed in a certain way, looking in a certain way, but laws looms in your heart. And you are there. No. That is wickedness. Any doctrine that made men like that without the power of the spirit to mount up with wings is a wicked doctrine. Holiness has nothing to do with the rules of men. But as you begin to walk with the Holy Ghost, he will adjust your life. By himself. And the truth of the matter is this. The idea of God is not cloning. It's covering. And we are all going to be different under the dealings of God. For you, he might decide that you will not put on jeans. But he didn't tell me that. If you judge me according to that your own perspective of his dealings, that your perspective of his dealings is not not doctrine. It's not captured by doctrine. That is your own experience with it. I begin to subscribe to yours in the flesh I will, it will not give me any other spiritual stature. It will only create a burden for me that is too difficult for me to bear. Because the help of the Holy Ghost is not with me to achieve that. But because he has instructed you, the spirit of mind is at work to make you become what he has instructed. It's not religion. I just want to draw the line so that you understand it. What we were taught and what we grew up in was religion that was deep and dark. Its roots were in the belly of earth. We're trying to become what? Oh! But as you become an instrument of righteousness, you choose that this is the only software that will break me. That choice is a radical choice. It's a much more radical choice than taking sword and arm and shield to fight only strong men can make such a choice because you are going to see the level of sin in the world will not reduce but the level of covenant that men will have with god has to heighten so that we can walk on sin like this and not get contaminated holiness is not to run away from sin holiness is to make contact with the environment of sin and not be contaminated the bible says john the baptist came neither eating nor drinking and they say he had a demon But the Son of Man came eating and drinking. He touched the system that they said was corrupted. But that system did not corrupt him. He was in the midst of it. But he was glowing with a different light. More fervent than the light of the sun. They said if we run away, don't watch television. Then you will be, we have seen people without television. When you go to Berry State University, you will see live figures. And those ones are responsible to touch. The one in television, you can't touch it. But the one in BSU will respond when you touch. There's nothing human that you can do that will make you holy. It's a work of the Holy Spirit within you. Forging the nature of God inside of you and manifesting it. Religion made us slaves. You say, oh, I'm not putting on earrings. If the Holy Ghost didn't tell you that it's an added body, and added burden and that burden even if you carry it it doesn't grant you penetration in the realm of the spirit. Jesus did not come to found the religion. There are portals and, and laces of life that he has come to download upon us. But you have to make a choice. Whose instrument will my powers be? Would it be unto sin? Because sin if I allow it to express sin The end product is that it will yield the death of the separation of God. If I allow it to express and to obey the spirit, I will have fruits unto holiness. So, see, holiness has fruits. And that's what I want to pick out today. Holiness has what? What? So you can discern between genuine holiness and fake ones. Based on what? It's fruit. Meanwhile, we need to understand the concept. Because I am separated unto the Holy Ghost. It's only the Holy Ghost that operates me. There are some fruits that manifest because of my separation to him. When his culture and his civilization begins to take root inside of me. And begins to manifest from within me. The fruit I manifest becomes my culture and my lifestyle. Which I inherited from the kingdom of heaven. Because a citizen of the kingdom of heaven lives within me and manifests. That kingdom, his culture and his value system through my life. He applies the laws of God. As he relates to me as an individual. He applies his law. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, the Lord can come to you and say, Pastor Tony, if you want to meet me, meet me in the night. He has given you another law Because he said that he will have grace to sustain you when you stand up. A time will come when you don't need your ringtone to wake you. That word will wake you up. Because you have decided to be an instrument of that word. The power that came with it will quicken your mortal body and make you stand erect to call upon his name an unbeliever will be wondering you and him came back now 10 p.m. you slept for 2 hours and now you are up do you do these things as a man those are fruits fruits of the fact that you are separated unto a spirit to express him and to serve him even as a preacher, as you preach on the pulpit and you say something that he, he didn't send you to say, you will lose your peace. Because that was not a fruit that came from him. Then you go back and kneel down. Has it happened to you before? You mistalk. Then you say, hey, my spirit is not on that utterance. And then you go to withdraw it with pain by the power of the blood of Jesus. And the next time when you stand on the pulpit, you'll be careful not to allow another fruit that did not come from him. And as you grow with him and move with him You start looking like him Not because you are making any effort to do something But because you are just trying to express his spirit He will make you separate He will make you different Not by the difference of religion Or by the difference of human doctrine or tradition He will make you different And it will be obvious to the world That this man is not from here He'll make you separate. I don't know, I don't know, but when you talk, mind you, and all of that, it doesn't minister to me because, in my inclination, the fires of the spirit burned every appetite for Chelsea and mind you. I well, if you are still there, no problem, no problem, that's where you are. But I left there. You say, hey, Go, it doesn't minister, I'm not moved that remote doesn't operate me because i have been given to a spirit as an instrument and he decided to streamline my heart i don't know how he did it it was like a surgery and i know, i didn't know when he inserted his surgical blade to remove every passion for for soccer meanwhile you need to know that i was a soccer star myself i played number 10 oh jesus man, ball schema <laughs> <laughs> You, you might not believe, but <laughs> I was good on the field. I was good. Jesus. Number 10. I made things happen. But a time came when I gave myself to a spirit. The love for soccer. He died. Not because I was saying soccer died. I just woke up and something had happened. That's how it happens. There are fruits that reveal that you have been given to another spirit. And whatsoever you yield yourself as a servant to obey the servant of such you shall become if you give yourself to fornication a time will come when you want to stop you will not be able to stop because you are a servant something stronger than your will will have to descend from heaven to break that yoke from your life in order for you to be free and even when you are free it will still come and knock and you will say no and learn how to say no a thousand times you will say no before you are free from his yoke and then at that point wisdom would have spoken to you that that road is <laughs> a strange part you don't need to learn by experience there is a spirit that calls the Bible says that he stands in the street and he calls out how long will you simple ones languish in your simplicity there is a higher life and he wants to cause you to mount up with wings like eagles I become so used to him so friendly to him that I don't need to create special time for prayer (laughs) I know you you set clock and say by four I'm going in spirit those are, that's where i learned the songs of the spirit i heard the angels sing them there's more excitement and entertainment inside of your spirit than outside but you just don't know because you have not yet yielded yourself as an instrument of righteousness. He's taking us to a place and as many as are, as are foolish enough to hear his call and to follow even the least among us will be made as strong as David. Zelia lia
0: cadê, mama tola,
2: chabomeca e Paraná.
0: Zinata dê cabona.
1: You can decide to repent tonight And say Lord I've allowed a strange spirit To take over my mind To take over my heart Fruits Abominable fruits Have been yielded Through my life but today I want to bear fruits pure, fruits holy unto you and I will be that instrument in your hand to wrought righteousness among the nations oh. my no. To turn around, look upon me and come. I will break the yokes from upon you. I will break the yokes from upon you. Oh. oh, oh. oh, oh. time you want to consecrate yourself to him. You will be
0: my king, my God, and my lawgiver. By your words, will my life
1: be lived.
0: Baba. E kabira kabira samode ya kamade baburakna shaburak mataba zina makomana. I am yours, oh God. My eyes, my mind, everything that I have, I turn over to you that, oh God, you might take control. Whoa. Sanama Oh Sabara Jesus.
1: You can end that struggle that the Holy Ghost has with you tonight. You can end that struggle by letting go that which has been your quarrel with him you can let it go tonight so that he can stand upon your life and move you across the nations of the earth to establish his kingdom and his name he calls you tonight If you give him half a chance, he will ride upon you like a strong man.
0: There is
1: more excitement inside of your spirit than outside. He will take you places in the realms, places in the spirit you will see high cherubs of glory this scrolls
0: open books about the nations books about your family
1: will be open to your sight he calls you tonight
0: He calls you tonight That he might begin with you Something new Something new Rest of te
1: mahobari sando moco parai la bada. He wants to begin with your generation, something new, Yeh mama
0: sabare ma kai mi na ba na ka ba 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 mi ma so bena that's what he wants to do with you to do with you yield yourself yield yourself as an instrument of righteousness it's time to let go everything that stands in the way of the holy spirit It's time to let go and to confess covenant with Him. Lord, I want to go higher. I want to go deeper. I come, O God. santa bala it's time to go beyond the superficial and to plunge into the depth of god So take you higher. your in our arms. place not
1: come to you afresh tonight we give a
0: glory we give you praise
1: died, I saw the Lord seated upon the throne and His train feet in the temple. There were seraphims in that vision that he saw with six wings. With two that covered their faces. With two that covered their feet and with two they did fly was the revelation of the holiness of God. There was no evangelist that night, no preacher from the United States but the conviction was intense upon the prophet. Suddenly the prophet confessed his sin right there. My mouth is my problem. Nobody said stop talking. Don't nobody. It was an encounter with a realm of life. And he identified what was not in conformity with that realm. All by himself. No preacher, no evangelist, no prophet. As we pray, take note of what God is pointing at he wants it out of the way. That factor is what has stood between you and him. Most of the time it's just one thing that we lack. Most of the time. One thing that which you have given yourself to as an instrument and so God no longer has access to you. Holiness is a realm of life imparted by the spirit of God. When we are sold out to serve the Lord's will Only him Nobody can be holy If you have not yet come to that point Of presenting yourself You, you lose the right To control yourself That's what it's all about You lose that right and He becomes the one that steers you He becomes the one that de- Decides what to do, where you go How you live You become separate a civilization nurtured by the culture of heaven begins to express itself as fruit through your life. That is not the function of the cloning of a pastor. That is not the function of the doctrine of man. It oozes out of the realm of life from God. Now, a lady walked in here one time She was poorly dressed, and we didn't preach about heaven or about God's hammer. It was just an atmosphere. And she touched something. And she went back and adjusted and came and said, Pastor, God said I should not wear this. No, no message. she touched the realm of life and for somebody else the one thing that the person lacks is not the dress; something else but that thing must give way at the end of the day there will be diversity will not look alike in the natural at the end of the day because the things standing in his way for us are different so he comes and makes a demand. So, whether or not you are a faithful pastor of truth and verities, not that people are cloned. They are just no, that is man. But when God does his own stuff, he does it in his own way. That's why there was a flaming torch of fire upon everyone. Because a new regime has been born. The fact that everybody has a portion of God inside of his spirit when you come give your life to Christ has implicated you. You become a different species under God's government. There is something that will be manifested through your life that it will be only you that will exhibit that dimension. We are not talking about cloning here. We are talking about a realm of life ministering to you. And as we are talking, God is pointing at some stuff in people's life. Take note. Of what he's pointing at? If you can let go this night. Then you come under the government of a new master. And when you come under his government. Don't offer a sacrifice of fools. He's tired of Christians that have come and said. Lord I will follow you. And he's not consistent to his promise. I'm talking about men. When they put their hands to the plow, they don't look back. You say you want to stop smoking and have a way. When you embrace the Lord, tell the devil. If I die, I will die in the church. He will leave you. But he will fight for your soul to know what you have chosen. And the devil cannot take you beyond your choice for him. The day you decide not to choose him, he begins to lose ground in your life. Many years ago, I found out that not too many things were important. And I chose to follow the Holy Ghost. With all of my faults and weaknesses, it was him I chose. There were many temptations that came for me to choose another. But I said, I've already made a choice. Leave me. This is where I want to go. It came from people I respected. People in the family. They wanted to share. I said, leave me. This is where I want to go. And for 10 years, they were still disturbing me for 10 years. So if, if 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 I had not made that choice, I, they would have made me do something. I said this is where I will go. Are you with me? A relative of mine, he he gave his own life to Panwine. Nobody was canceling him that he should stop. He drank pan wine. You know people that drink pan wine. Fall into the gutter. And then rain will fall and flood them. Some of them died in the gutter. Because of the flood. And people still came for the burial. But when a man says. I choose the Holy Ghost. It's like an endangered species. The whole environment begins to fight. So if your choice was not a choice that came from your heart. If you are not ready. Don't even start. Everything will seek to work against that choice. But it was not my strength that was the story. It was the choice that was the story. Because there was power. Inherent in the Holy Ghost to make me what he wanted. Only if I wanted what he wanted. I kept on for 10 years it is you I choose he quickens me sometimes to, to fast I say yes it's you I choose yes sometimes it's difficult I know but it is you I choose one time he kept telling me to fast 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 until I discovered that I fasted the whole year it was him I chose if I miss some days I say sorry I, there was no strength but I choose you I continue then gradually strength begins to you you, 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 you. you try to pray all night and you slept, and then you not, you stopped. You are, you don't understand this thing. The next day, wake up and start again. Oh my god, I didn't do too well yesterday, but I'm still online. <laughs> my, my, I'm still here. Didn't do too well, but I just came down. Okay, so come Madabana. For two weeks now, I've not studied my Bible, but I just came now. We can can do something. I've not changed my mind. I'm still on the block. When the devil sees a man like that, he will begin to to lose ground. And after 10 years of walking that path, you will notice you have some powers. Some, Some powers have been made available. Now, it's going to cost you a lifetime to explore his depth. To take you eternity to explore his depth. You can't, you say, you you trusted him for six months. And I say the thing didn't happen. Even people that serve the devil, they don't expect results after six months of, of sacrifice. <coughs> Hallelujah. I'm still here. 15 years I'm still here. Then one day you just discover you you laid hands on the sick and the person was healed not because you went for healing school. It's a realm of life that is finding expression right now. Oh, you don't understand. It's not because you travel to Canada to enroll with placards. "Mm -hmm." No. Something is coming. It's just coming. It's, It's coming by itself. You know, when you decide to sell out, you see, the problem why people believers don't give is because they have not given their life to God when you sow yourself to God as a seed it, you have grace to give every other thing can give your car out and it's not because you were cajoled. it's because it came from the heart a thousand years if I trek for a thousand years that car that I gave I gave it to hallelujah their their realms and dimensions I want to give you an opportunity to pray and that point of controversy should be resolved this night we are going somewhere tomorrow I don't want there any obstacle can you pray Can can you talk to him and allow that point of controversy to be washed out it's a time for you and God That controversy must be resolved and the devil must not win the argument tonight. Can you give him half a chance today? Half a chance. And he who saw himself strong within you, give him the authority to be the Lord. Then you will see his power. It's not by
0: power, not by might.
1: but by the spirit of God <laughs> we belong to you O oh God tell him about your weakness tell him about your limitation tell him about your infirmity And allow him consume your weakness by the fire of his spirit. Open up to him. Open up. Open up. Tell him when last you missed it and you were ashamed.
0: But you are ready to stand up again.
1: What is the evangelist in you? What is stopping that evangelist from expression?
0: is coming back i side about saying love never. Señor no andas de amor, hermanos andan de amor, de tan madre amor, para madre más amor. na
1: He wants to begin a fresh with you.
0: You can ask for his help right now. God help us tonight. Help us tonight. Ilkabobola masanta babo. Ilkabobobobo. You can break away from that sin tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father.
1: Thank you, Lord. Now you want to pray finally. And say, Lord, give me the strength to obey you. In your walk with God, you soon realize you need strength from him to do his will. Every word that God speaks to you, it's a revelation of his nature. You need strength to do his will. Strength to rise up when he calls you, Strength to study your Bible. Strength to stay in the place of prayer. Strength, 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 strength. To live around a life that is in conformity with righteousness. With a value system of heaven. Strength from him. Ask him for strength right now. Thank you, Lord.
0: Thank you, Father.
1: Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Yes. There is a higher calling on your life. And the instructions that are coming on this level are higher than the ones that came before. You need fresh strength, new strength to come into those dimensions to operate from those corridors strength from the law yeah mama
0: yeah mama yeah, mama. yeah, mama. yeah mama. Yeah, most santa de de
1: is coming from him to pray together. A different kind of men will bring the deliverance that we seek from him. Men sworn to do his will. Men that stand with him by covenant. Men that have said, if I perish, I perish. But this is the choice I've made and nothing can change it. Those are the kind of men that he can give the sceptile power. He can call into the corridor of sonship and show great and mighty things that they do not know. Secrets about their families, their tribes, their clans, their lands, their nations. turning them as saviors to change patterns that have been orchestrated by the mysteries of darkness. Giving them strength To triumph where men fail. To lead where men lost. To gain grounds that were considered to the enemy. There's so much to be done. But people that stand, swan soldiers in the clan are filled. My devotion for life is to him. Even if he doesn't heal my body. Even if he doesn't replenish my funds and my finances. Even if I don't travel the nations, even if I don't even preach the gospel, but my devotion is not tied to anything that men do, it's tied to Him and His kingdom. Such are the words of instruments of righteousness that will wreck the kingdom of darkness and know the secrets of the kingdom of light. I see in the spirit my Mahalle seeker, a fataba Now listen there are two ladies i see Jesus
2: Ooh. 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 Ooh.
1: I tell you what I see, you will not believe
0: me. She, He comes. Hey, 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 hey. He comes
1: why we need to go high there are some things that only exist in the high places listen number one there is somebody here that oh my hallelujah can you hear me all right there's somebody here the spirit of death has been hovering over your family alright? Now the Holy Ghost will remove it in just some seconds now. Now there are two ladies here. At least I've seen clearly that one is sitting here. I can't see the second one. Now, oh Jesus. These ladies, these two ladies, they have a pivotal destiny that they have been running from. You see, when we yield to Him and present ourselves to Him, we become instruments of righteousness. That is when we begin to fulfill our true destiny. And these two ladies—I've seen one here. I'm still looking for the other one, but I'm sure one is. The first one is on this road. Ah! Oh, Mama Now, as I speak, the hand of God will come on them. As I'm talking now. Two of them. Now, ushers, help me. There are two ladies you are looking for. The hand of God is already descending upon them. Now, you know where we are going now? We are going into the throne room. Where God is seated. That's where we are, we are ascending into. You see, there is... Oh my God. There's There's an incense that is rising. It's rising strong is rising now ushers where are the two ladies there are two ladies there are two ladies two ladies two ladies there's incense rising incense is rising it's rising strong incense in the presence of the lord it's rising now Osas, just help me with those two ladies right now now we want to banish now help me, help me with those two ladies you see the hand of God is is descending is descending is descending don't run away He's is descending It's the center. It's the center. It's the center. It's the center. Father, I banish the spirit of death that has been hovering over this family. I command that foul finger of death to turn backwards in the name of Jesus Christ. You see, in this, my choir here. In this, my choir here. There is, there is still one of you that has not accepted to go the length that God wants you to. go. And as I speak, the hand of God will begin to descend upon that person in the choir. Now, can you stretch your right hand towards me, uh, you people here? Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, that one that is in this choir that you have been hunting to take to another level, he or she has been escaping, escaping. Now, now apprehend that person. Apprehend. Apprehend her. Apprehend him. Yes, Holy Spirit. Yes, Holy Ghost. Yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord. Yes, come stronger Lord, come stronger. Yes, he's coming stronger. He's coming stronger. He's coming stronger, he's coming stronger. Holy ghost, holy ghost, holy ghost. Holy ghost, holy ghost. Holy ghost, holy ghost. Holy ghost, holy ghost. Holy ghost. Holy ghost. Holy ghost. Holy Imam on a dema candelobasha be the demo. Imam on Ademon Korima Sina Koramo Kobana. I
0: am
2: a mama. I am a mama.
1: Now, those of you that are here, stretch that hand here. Now the Lord says He will give you people help. I saw one of you praying for God's help. Father, that one that cried for help, that the prayers ascended into heaven, that you allowed the chariot I saw move around this hall, let that chariot descend upon that person on this row, on this row. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Okay, the chariot is descending right now. It's descending. Holy Ghost, locate that one person that cried from this road. And the prayers went into the heavens. He or she cried for help. Father, minister your grace on that life. Now, 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 now. Now stronger, stronger Lord, stronger Lord, stronger Lord, stronger Lord, stronger Lord, stronger Lord, stronger Lord. Lord. You can't run again. And also help me bring that person. So let there be help and strength help and strength. Now listen to me, all of you on this road you can sit down, you people here can sit down. Listen to me based on the visions that I see. There is one among you here. God will show you a sign. Lord help her. Release your help. Release your help. hallelujah can you do me a favor just put your hand on your stomach you don't need to believe but there's something god wants to burn off he wants to burn something from your body he wants to burn off something now father Father, begin that your work that you said you will do. And begin to burn off that which you have not planted on their lives. Now, God is burning something now. He's, he has started burning something. The hand of God will begin to come strong upon the people that God is burning that thing. He's, I don't know what He's doing, but He said, burning, burning. Father, transmit that fire. 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 Let the fire become intense. 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 Yes. Yes, it's burning off. It's burning it off. It's burning. Yes, it's burning it. Now all of you can sit down. Found the person. No, not you. Father, let that fire intensify. Mamba soko Korima Masila sila aratoske. Burn off! Yes. Yes. those of you here, I'm seeing in the spirit, God is giving a cup a cup and I'm asking him why are you releasing this cup and he says he's going to give a drink now so there's a drink that somebody will drink here father just stretch your right hand toward me, that's all if you want to sit you can sit, If you want to stand, you can stand, no problem but no difference but he will give drink now Lord, in the name of Jesus, you said you will give. Oh my God. Yes, the drink is is being served already. It's being served. Give drink, Lord. Yes, it's in fact, the drink is, the cups are many. The cups are many. Father, give drink. Give drink, give drink. Give drink, give drink. Give drink,
0: Lord. Give drink, Lord. Give drink.
1: Give drink. Give drink. Listen to me. Any kind of disease, sickness that you have carried till today, I banish it and I command it to dry up in the name of Jesus Christ. This is drink that is drink indeed. A drink of his spirit. drink drink of him drink of him drink of him drink of him allow her drink drink of his spirit away from him run to him that is the life of the spirit we run to the holy ghost we want to learn how to do what he does we want to be invited to privileged places in the spirit we want to be instruments in his hand to road righteousness among the nations that is the call to holiness it's a call to be separate unto one government To bring out his will. To manifest his value system. To bring out his wisdom. To manifest his power. And he comes and he consumes us. He burns fervently within us. To rock change in the air. Something is descending from heaven. Oh my God. You see there is a mother there she's drinking she's drinking she's drinking she's drinking, she's drinking. Uh, pastor titus can you help me with that woman i need to bless her with a touch she's drinking something from the heavens oh jesus just keep concentrating yourself i am dying oh lord I, I am thy property thy instrument i am thy servant thy handmaid I belong altogether together to you. You can do with me as you please. I be an instrument of righteousness in your hand. To manifest your glory. To establish your kingdom among the nations. Sir. I yield myself. I yield
0: myself to you. Drink.
1: Lord, give her drink. Drink from your presence. Drink from your presence, Lord. Grant her drink. Thank you, Jesus. If you have casted your offering, you can rise. If you have not casted your offering, you can still be seated until you cast your offering. Listen to me. These are strange times. There is something that the devil is seeking to gain in the corridor of the middle belt. Prophecy locks among us. And he seeks to intercept the will of God and to truncate the counsel that God has spoken. But the Bible says, who is he? that speaketh and it cometh to pass when God has not sanctioned them. It's a wrong time for the devil to contend. For the days have come when the sons of God are acquainted with their heritage. And now we will fight for that which God has given us. We will pray and prophesy until it manifests from the realm of the spirit. There is contention in the middle belt. My friends, prophets from across the nations have been calling. They said there's going to be an attack on Plateau State and then there'll be an attack on your territory. They told me that. From Plateau to Benue. But you see, the reason why God reveals is not so that it will come to pass. Can you lift up your right hand? You are going to send that enemy across the bridge back to where it came from. It will not find a place to manifest. Many prophets have prophesied. They have called. Even till this afternoon, they were calling. That there's danger in your land, danger among your people. But you want to roar with the voice of the Lord that is shouting from within you. You want to roar and disallow the work of the devil. To disallow the works of darkness.
0: We stop you. <laughs> We resist you. And we decree
1: that within our borders, within our land, no blood shall be spilled, no bone shall
0: be
1: broken. Every Islamic plan for the middle belt. That cancer that has gone up, you want to curse that cancer. You want to curse it. You want to curse that cancer. It shall not prosper. It shall not stand. The Islamic agenda shall not stand. It shall not take root in this nation. We curse it to its foundation. We curse it to its roots. We resist that devil. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, Santa In masi. In Jesus. It is always a danger to us in the middle belt. When a Christian governor goes down. It's always a danger. Because the Christian governor went down in Taraba State, another corridor was open, a lot of things were done across that corridor to afflict. And now, the strongest of all is Plateau State governor. He has kept the gates. right now he's attacked with, with strange sickness. They they, they had to fly him out of the country. Can we command healing to travel with him? We need that one standing. That's the only one that is is not manipulated. In this corridor. It's better for a man to be dead than for him to be an instrument to the hand of the devil. We have seen the futility of men without conviction. This one has conviction. Even if in the books in the heavens it was written that his time of exit has come. We change it. When Jesus came back from death, from the grave, he had the key of hell and of death. The church can decide who dies. And we decide concerning him, you will live and not die. Can you prophesy life to this man? We reject that attempt. We call you back to your office. Lift up your voice as we call upon the Lord. We forbid this plan of the devil. We forbid it in the name of Jesus. We
0: forbid it. and be strengthened of the Lord we send healing your way
1: be strengthened of the Lord the messenger of God we send power your way tonight we send the power of God your way we send the grace of God your way let strength come to you let strength come to you right now. Let strength come to you right now. Let strength come. Thomas and Namamuri kisik. Mirosketa boramakande babira sila. Mirokobreskanta bosi ka rakamendo kobera kaminasi labo. Membrekato Lord, we give you praise. In Jesus' name. Can we still ask him, Lord? The enemy is raging. The enemy insists that he will lord over us. And we reject the enemy that in Nigeria rise from among us rise with glory and splendor and let the plants of the wicked be destroyed rise from among us deliver the soul of our land and our nation